Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Using marijuana before the age of 25 could actually cause changes in our memory. That's because THC, the active chemical in weed, attaches to receptors in the hippocampus, the part of your brain that creates memories. Learn about marijuana at our website. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only, Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 and good afternoon, everybody. Are you, are you guys doing today? I was your day and I was your night. Before I continue, I just want to say my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, welcome to Talk With You. Today's episode is episode 60. And today is Wednesday, uh, March 23rd, I believe. And the time is 1.02 p.m. And my topic today, what happened after life? We're going to take some time to actually talk about that today. You know, what happened after life? What happened after life, ladies and gentlemen? I, I know you guys you know, I heard so many different things that people actually say what happened to them after life. And I know that you guys been seeing like videos of testimony of people probably on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. They're telling you that they actually die and they visit, you know, hell. So we're going to take some time to actually talk about this today. Um, You know, I must say my own point of view about it. Um, then we're going to see a little bit what the Bible actually say about afterlife. Afterlife. We're going to start with this. We all know a lot of people don't believe in the afterlife. A lot of people do not believe in the afterlife. Some people say, the reason why they don't believe in the afterlife, you know, because they don't believe in God. You know, some people believe when you die, that's it for you. You die, you die. Nothing else happened after this life. Some people believe like, you know, like the Christian faith, within the Christian faith, we all believe there's heaven and there's hell. We all believe when we die, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. You know, that's what, you know, Christians believe. And then um, other religions, they believe something different. Muslims believe something different. You know, it's just like a lot of people have different definition of, about the afterlife, different idea, different understanding about the afterlife. But God made everything clear for me and you to actually know there's only two things that will happen to you in, after you leave this earth. You either go to heaven or you had to go to hell. You know? That's one of the reasons why me, I decided to follow the Bible. Me, I decided to serve, accept Jesus Christ in my life as my Lord and Savior. I, you know, I decided to believe there is a God in heaven. And I decided to believe there is hell and there is heaven. You know, one of many things, there's a lot of things that make me believe in Jesus, but one of many things that make me really believe in Jesus Christ, the Bible actually been 
you know, like they wrote the Bible, they translate the Bible, they put the Bible together like many centuries ago. And then there's a lot of stuff like in the Bible, you know, actually say going to happen, they actually happen. You know, if we had the power to change things, there's a lot of things that's in the Bible. Um, Revelation actually talk about going to happen in the end time. Somebody was going to try to change it if we had the power to change those stuff that's in the Bible. But even though we know those stuff and they still happen, that's one of many things that make me believe, you know, in God, that made me believe in the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, that made me believe there is a life after this. Because, like, you know, if you think about it, before I drop in my note, if you think about it, you are living this life right now, right? You know, we're living this life right now. And then we see like people dying every day. We actually have to go somewhere after we die, after we leave this earth, this universe that we are living right now. We have to go somewhere. We don't just die and vanish like that, disappear like that. You know, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people, when they have family members that die, they actually uh, grieve, you know, like more. They cry more because like, they don't believe that they will ever see that person again. The only way you will not see that person again, if the person goes to hell and then you go to heaven or you go to hell, the person goes to heaven. You're not going to be able to see that person because you're in hell because you're in two different, uh, two different things. But a lot of people like, you know, like grieve more, they cry more, they suffer more because they don't believe that, you know, their family member actually, you know, alive somewhere else. So like in the back of their mind, even though the person was a Christian and then they are a Christian, in the back of their mind, they would never see that person again. You know, as we all know, Satan is very deep into the science. Because a lot of people believe more in science more than they believe in God. You know, scientists are trying to prove that there is no afterlife. But, but there is scientists that are actually Christian. That's, you know, like their job, their focus, their goal is to prove that there is a God. Is to prove the, you know, existence of God. Is to prove that God created the universe, God created everything, is to prove to you there is an afterlife. Within the Christian faith, there is a lot of confusion regarding what happened after life. Some hope, you know, um, some hope that after that, everyone sleep until the final judgment after which everyone will be sent to a heaven or hell. Others believe that at the moment of death, people are instantly judged and sent to their eternal destination. Still, still, others claim that when you die, their soul, spirit, are sent to a temporary heaven or hell to await the final resurrection and the final judgment and then the uh, you know like, and then finally of the death um their um their eternal destination, you know some people believe. You know some people believe. When you die, you go to a temporary heaven, and a temporary hell. You know, temporary heaven. Let me read it again. Within the Christian uh, Christian faith, there is a central amount of uh, confusion regarding what happened after death. Some hold that <clears throat> after death, everyone sleep until the final judgment. You know, like after which everyone will be sent to a heaven or hell. Others believe that at the moment of death, people are instantly judged and sent to their uh, eternal destination. Still, others claim that when people die, their soul, spirit, are sent to a temporary heaven 
or hell to await the final resurrection, the final judgment, and the final, um, you know, eternal destination. So what exactly does the Bible say after, you know, like happen, happen after death? You know? Before I jump to that question, what exactly does the Bible say happen after death? We're going to focus on what I just read. Temporary heaven. That's one of the reasons why me, I do not believe. And that's one of many reasons why I do not believe in religion. The reason why there's so many, uh, there's so much confusion while within the Christian faith, there's so much confusion within the non-believe, non-believers. It's because there's too many religions. Every religion say their own thing. Every religion said, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Every, you know, like, you know, like somebody might come, might come like saying like, um, you know, when, when you die, you know, like, you know, the Christian instantly go to heaven. You know, when you die, you instantly go to, you know, go to hell. Some people might say like, when you die, you know, I think I heard people say like, when you die, your spirit is still living on earth. You still walking around the earth, you know. You still walking around the earth, living your life. And then some people believe, like in the Matrix, the Matrix mean like there's another universe within this universe. Some people believe that when you die, you go to the next universe, living your life. And some people believe, and some religions believe, when you die, your spirit came back as a new person. You know. You become a newborn baby. You know, you came back as a new person. That's the way life continues. Every time you die, you come back as a new person. And some people believe, you know, like, you know, like uh, some of them are Indian. You know, I'm, you know, the, I'm not talking bad about them, but the Native American. Some of them believe that when somebody died, their spirit become a bird, you know, you know become a bird, um, they're flying around, you know, like to protect, you know, like to protect the tribe. And then, like, you know, some people believe that, um, you know, when somebody died, that spirit enters somebody else's body. But that's not what the Bible say. You know, that's not what the Bible say. You know? If For the people that believe in the matrix, some people are, for the people that believe in other universe, for the people that believe when you die, you know, like you, you probably go to another universe, or when you die, your spirit is still living on earth, you know, or for the people, those are for the three type of people that, that believe in the matrix, like other universe, and for the people that believe that, you know, like when you die, you know, you're still living on this earth. And for the people that believe when you die, you come back as a new baby. If it's true, that means like the end of time will never happen. If those three things is true, that means like Jesus Christ will never return. If those, you know, if those three things are true, like there's another universe, uh, when you die, you go to another universe, or when you die, your spirit is still living on this earth, walking around, or when you die, you, you become a newborn baby. That means that Jesus Christ will never return. The end time will never happen. That means like the Bible is lying. You know, like, you know, God, you know, God is lying. That, you know, like, that means like people will never be judged. That means like people will never go to hell or go to heaven. If those three things are true, if those three things really happen. You know, that's one of the reasons why we really need to be careful. That's a lot of reason why a lot, a lot of people choose to live their life however they want, because, like, they think that, you know, like, oh, some of them believe earth is heaven. Some of them believe earth is hell. Some of them believe they're already living in heaven right now. Some of them believe they're already living in hell right now. The one that believe they're already living in heaven is the rich people. You know, not all of them. You know, like, you know, because, like, they have money. They have women. They have gold. They have chain. 
you know, like they're living, you know, like a life that me and you are not living. So they believe this is their heaven for them or this is their hell. The people that believe that they are already living in hell right now is because of all the suffering going on on this earth. Because of all those, you know, like um, problem that's happening on this earth right now. So they say this is hell. So that's one of the reasons they don't believe in the afterlife. They, they don't believe this after this life because they say they're already living in hell. I know you heard that before. Somebody say, oh, we already living in hell, but we are not. This is nothing compared to the real hell, to the real thing that you're going to go through if you allow yourself to go to hell. You know? If you allow yourself to go to hell. So what exactly does the Bible say happen after death? First, for the believer, believers. And Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us that after death, believers, soul, spirit are taken to heaven because their sin are forgive, forgiven by, by having received Christ as their, as their Lord and Savior. You know, that's in John chapter uh, chapter. Chapter 3, I'm sorry, verse 16, and John 18, um, not 18, John 3, uh, 16, 18, and 36. You, you guys can read it. You actually talk, you know, like, actually talk about that. For believers, that is, is to be away from the body and at a home with the Lord. That means you away when you die, your spirit, your body stay on the grave, and then your spirit and your soul go to heaven next to your father. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. You know, your spirit do not stay on earth rocking around this earth. People that are saying that this is spirit, people that are saying that, you know, like, um, you know, like, they seen like ghost people walking around, people on their houses haunted. Those are not really the people that you were seeing. Those are demons transformed like those people to try to make you afraid. Because of the Bible, I forget in which verse, uh, chapter, you know, stuff like that, it was book. You know, I forgot to look for it, but that just popped up my mind. The Bible say that the, uh, the death have no power over you. So if the Bible says like the dead, you know, like you know, the dead people have no power over you, what makes you think that when you see like a ghost person, you know, like trying to harm you, you know, like what makes you think like it's really that person doing it? It's not really that person doing it. Those are demons disguising themselves at, at those people that actually die going around to make you afraid. Because my Bible that I'm reading say that dead people do not have power over you. You know, they do not have power over you. They do not have authority over you. Yes, sometimes God might allow someone that actually die, come to you and bring a message to you. But most of the time, they are spirit. You know, I appeal to you as somebody you love to bring a message to you. You know, there's people that actually say, like people from my country that actually say that they see, um, you know, their dead family, like uncle, mother, whatever, bringing not, you know, lottery number to them so they can play the lottery. And they, when they play the lottery, they actually win money. Those are not your family doing that. Those are spirit. Those are demons transform like somebody you love, transform like a dead person, appeal to you in a dream or appeal to you in front of you to bring a message to you or to bring a lottery number or to make you afraid. Because they know that we, not all of us, most people on earth are afraid of ghosts. The demon know that most people are afraid of dead people. 
So what is the best way for them to attack you? Is to disguise themselves as someone that actually died to appeal to you to make you afraid. So that's one of the reasons why we should not allow the enemy to actually do that because the Bible says that people, the dead, do not have power over you. You know? I'm going to say that again. You know, what exactly does the Bible say happen after death? First, for the believer in Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that after death, believers' soul, spirit, are taken to heaven because their sin are forgiven. Um, because their sin are forgiven by, ha- by having, receiving Christ as their Lord and Savior. John 3, 16, 18, 36. For believers, that is to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 6, 18. Philippians 3, verse 23. You know, however, uh, paragraphs such as 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50 and 54. So I'm just giving you guys uh, verses, but I'm not going to read them. Once again, John 3, verse 16, 18, and 16. Believer that is to be away from away, away from the body and at home with, with the Lord. 2 Corinthians uh, 5, verse 6 and 8, um, and 8. And then Philippians 1, verse 23. However, passages such as 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50 and 54. And one Thessalonian, I think that's what they pronounce it, you know, uh, ch- uh, uh, um, chapter 4, verse 13 to 17. Describe believers being um, resurrected and given glow on gl- glorified body. If believers go, uh, go to be with Christ immediately after death, what is the purpose of this resurrection? That's another question. If believers go go to be with Christ immediately after that, what is the purpose of this resurrection? So those verses I give you, some of them talking about the resurrection. So the question is, if believers go to have go to be with the uh, with Christ immediately after that, what is the purpose of this resurrection? It seems that well, the soul and spirit of believers go to go to be go to be with Christ immediately after that. The physical body we man in the grave, sleeping. At the resurrection of believers, the physical body is resurrected, glorified, and then we unite with the soul and spirit. This uh, this we this we unite and glorified body, soul, spirit will be the possession of believers for you know for for its eternity in the new heaven and the new earth. You know, Revelation 21, 22. You know? So, let me talk. I feel like I'm going so fast, so let me talk a little bit about that. The question was, if believers go uh, go to be with Christ immediately after death, you know, what is the purpose of the resurrection? So, it's like your spirit, when you die, your spirit and your soul go to heaven, but your body actually say, don't stay on the grave. So, your body having, we, we unite with your soul and your body yet, um, with your soul and your spirit yet, because Jesus Christ have not returned yet the second time to actually get his, you know, his people. When Jesus Christ will return, that's like the rapture, you know, I'm trying to make it very clear for you guys. When Jesus Christ returned, that's like the rapture, and then the body that was in the grave actually will resurrect it and be glorified, be, be sanctified and glorified. It will not be the same sinful body that we are living right now. That body will be glorified. It will be like a different kind of body. It will be like a glorifying body. You know, it will be like a you know a glorifying body. 
And then your soul spirit and your body gonna come back together again. So that's the part, you know, like, you know, that's what the resurrection, resurrection will be. Second, for those who do not receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, death means everlasting punishment. However, similar to the de uh, destination of believers, unbelievers, non-believers also seem to be sent immediately to a temporary whole place. Temporary whole place to wait their final resurrection, judgment, and eternal destination. Luke 16, verse 22 to 23. Sorry. Describe a rich man being tormented immediately after death. Revelation, uh, Revelation 20, verse 11, 15, describe all the non-believing, non-believed death being resurrected, judged, judged at the great white throne, at the great white throne, throne and, then, and then being cast into the lake of fire. Non-believing then are not sent to hell, you know, immediately after death. But either are uh, in a temporary realm of you know ram ram. I can never pronounce that. It's R E A L M round. Yeah, round of judgment. You know, they actually go to a temporary place. You know, I know there's people that say that you know, like they have vision that they die, they actually go to hell. And then they see people in hell. I'm not saying like they, you know, like they're lying to you. It, it, just that I believe that's like a temporary hole. They're still suffering, but that's not the real suffering. Yet. They are actually not in the real hell. The thing that you actually been seeing for the people that visited hell, to be honest with you, I visited hell before in 2019. You know, an angel appealed to me in my dream and took me to hell. You know, I told my family about that, but I haven't, like, saying it, give the testimony. I think I, I think I gave that testimony in one church. But after that, I, I actually didn't go live to actually talk about it, just like, you know, other people actually do it when they visit hell. But by the grace of God, I visit hell. But, like, you know, like, that is a temporary hell. It's not the will suffer. Let me explain to you. Let me give you an example. It's just like you commit a crime. You committed a crime and they put you to, to, to jail. They put you to jail to wait for your judgment. You know, they put you to hell to, uh, to jail to wait for your judgment because there's jail, there's prison. So they put you to jail to wait for your judgment. Some people do many years in jail until they actually get their final judgment day. You know, like when they judge them, that was the final judge judgment. And then if they are still guilty, some of them, they already know they're guilty, but they still have to judge them. So they judge them and then they send them to prison. Some of them go to prison for life. Some of them go to prison for so many years. So from, from jail to prison, prison is the real punishment. They're going to do more time in prison. So it's just like that. So the temporary hell is a temporary, temporary holding place. When you're in jail, you still suffer because you don't eat the way you used to. You don't feel comfortable the way you used to feel comfortable sleeping on your own bed, in your own bedroom. You cannot go to the fridge whenever you feel like it to eat. Put the food in the microwave whenever you feel like it. Drink water whenever you feel like it. Watching TV whenever you feel like it. Put different kind of clothes whenever you feel like it. Take a shower whenever you feel like it. So, you know, like, so like they still suffer. They still go through stuff. So, and then when they, when they judge them, they send them to, to a prison or maximum prison, they suffer more. In the maximum prison, some people, they rape you. Some people, they stab you. Some people, they kill people inside. Some people are like, you know, like they have more time. They have more, you know, uh, strict, uh, strict rules and all those stuff because they are in a maximum prison. So it's the same thing. 
you know, the non-believers, they actually go to a holding place. The holding place is still a little um, uh, hell. They still suffer, but that's not the real suffering. Because they haven't been judged. Is after they judge, they're going to go straight to hell, to the real hell. They're going to go to prison, to prison hell. And then they're going to suffer more. You know, they're going to suffer more. So it's the same thing. So they go to a holding place. You know? Describe, you know, like Luke 16, 22, 23, 20, uh, uh, um, uh, Luke 20, um, 20, verse 11, 15, describe all the non-believe, non-believe dead being resurrected, judged, judged at the great white throne and then being cast into the lake of fire. Non-believers then are not sent to hell immediately after death, but either are in a temporary realm of judgment and condemnation. However, even though non-believers are not instantly sent to, to the lake of fire, their, their immediately uh, uh, fate after death is not a pleasure one. Like I just said, it, it is not a pleasure one. Even though they are not you know, like in hell, you know, like the real hell, they are still in hell in a temporary hell, but not the real hell. It doesn't mean that it is pleasure for them. Just like I just say, I just explained to you guys and give you an example, explain to you guys. Even if you are in jail, you're not in maximum prison yet, you still suffer. You know, you still suffer, you still suffer, you still suffer. So that temporary place it's not pleasurable to them because they are still suffering. They are still going through a lot of stuff. They are still going through a lot of tribulation. They are still being burned. They are still being, you know, persecuted by demons, you know, and all those stuff. You know, the rich man cry out, I am in, you know, like, you know, in suffering and this, in this fire, you know, like I am suffering, I am thirsty, you know, you know, I'm thirsty, I'm suffering, I'm hungry, and all those crazy stuff. That's in Luke 16, 24. Luke 16, 24, they say they, you know, he's hungry and suffering, but he's thirsty. You know, you know, he's suffering, he's thirsty. So that's in Luke 16, verse 24. Therefore, after that, a person resign in either in a place of comfort or in a place of torment. This realm, realm act as a temporary heaven in a temporary hell until the resurrection. At that point, the soul is reunited with the body, but no one, but we unite with the body, but no one eternal destination will change. So, if you die right now, if you are not one of the lucky ones, when you die, you go to that temporary hell, and then God give you another chance, your eternal destination have not been changed. Even if you are like in that temporary hell, it doesn't mean that after that, in your judgment day, Jesus is going to forgive you. You will not be punished and sent to the maximum hell. Because your destination is already set. You know, it will not change. It doesn't matter like how bad you cry in front of God, in front of Jesus. Jesus will not be the sweet Jesus we actually seeing right now. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment, even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers, like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. The Christ, the God who letting us do whatever we are doing right now, and he actually, be, you know, he's not destroying us no more. He's not flooding the earth no more. You know, he allowed everybody to do whatever they want. So in the judgment day, though, you know, like in the right white throne of judgment, 
Jesus, God will not be sensitive. You know, will not be a sweet, lovable Jesus no more because he's coming as a judge to judge you and send you to hell. People ask, do Christians will be judged? Judged, judged. We already are, are, are being judged on earth. That's one of the reasons why when a Christian sin, God make you pay for your sin on earth. Because, you know, even though he forgive you, you still have to pay for the wrong. You still have to pay for the sin. So God is using Satan and, and, and all his demons to actually make you pay for your sin. That's one of the reasons why a lot of you, you are going through a lot of stuff. You asking God, why am I going through all that? It's because you are paying for something you did. Even though it's not. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Something you did this too suffering. You're paying for a sin. You're paying because you are setting Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. You are being suffered for that. Because Jesus Christ suffered for me and you. So we are not greater than God. We are not greater than Christ. If Christ suffered for me and you, of course we're going to suffer for him. You know? He suffered to accomplish the will of his father, of our father. So now we are suffering because Christ suffered for me and you. You know? So God... Revelation also talk about the, the believers will be one of the judge. We will be judging angels. We will be judging Satan followers. I mean, like human beings that follow Satan. We will be one of the judge, just like in a Jew. You see, like, we copy everything that God is doing, and then we still don't believe. A lot of you still don't believe that there is a God. A lot of you still don't believe in Christ, but we are doing the same thing that he's doing. In a courthouse, you see the judge, you see the section for the jury, you see the section for the people, and you see the little um the little desk, one year, one dead table for the lawyer and the person being judged. Same thing in heaven. We will be the jury, and then you know Jesus will be the judge. You know, and then the people in the back will be people that are gonna be judged one by one. So we are copying the system of God, and then are we talking about there's no God? So back, back, back to that question. People say, like, will Christian be judged? My answer to you, somebody might say no, but my answer to you, no, we, we will not be judged in heaven because we've already been judged on earth. The moment you go to heaven, you know, the moment you go to heaven, you know, that's it for you. God already forgive all your sins, so you will not be judged. When the Bible says, like, we'll, we, we will appear in the judgment of God, is not to be judged, to go to hell. Let me, let me explain that to you. I think I had an episode, you know, like, talking about that. 
when the believers appeal, I'm not saying Christian, not everybody that said they are Christian, they really are Christian. When the believers, the true men of God and women of God, actually appeal to the kingdom of uh to the throne of God, is not for me and you to be judged. It's for God to actually tell you, you know, to give you your reward for the work that you actually been doing on earth. It's not for you to be judged. So Christian. The believers, when you are appearing in the king, uh, in the throne of God, you will not be judged like the non-believers. The non-believers will be judged and go to hell. But me and you, we will be appeal in, in the in the throne of God for God to give me and you the reward for the work that you actually been doing on earth. Before God, you know, another example. As you guys know me, when I talk, I like to give a lot of example. For like, you know, another example. I'm going to take the hip-hop industry, the hip-hop and the R&B industry. You see when they're giving somebody like a reward, they have this reward um, ceremony. All of them come, they have people performing, blah, 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 blah. And then like there's two people appear or one person appear with, a, with a, you know, like, uh, you know, like a note, you know, like a note saying that the Grammy Award go to et cetera. It's the same thing. The believers, the men of God and women of God will appeal in the throne of God for God to tell you, my child, you did a great job. Here's your reward. You know, you did a great job. This is what you did. God going to show, you know, like, you know, like the good thing you did. He probably will show the bad thing you did. I don't know, but he already forgive your sin. So, so, so he's going to say, my child, this is what you did. This is your reward for, for the work you did for me on earth. And then for the people that you still say, but you didn't do nothing for God, God gonna say, God's still gonna give you a crown. That's the um, that's the crown of what is the name for it? That's the crown of um, you know, oh, that's your crown. I forgot the word for it. I forgot the name for it. But God will still give you a crown. You know, a crown. Or being saved, let me put it that way. A crowd of being saved. You are, you know, you are being saved. God still give you a crown, but there won't be nothing in it. But for the people that did a lot of work for God on earth, your crown will be, will be. Uh, we we have a lot of decoration in it. A lot of different metal. A lot of different, you know, like you know, like you know, diamond. I don't know, but he will be decorated. Your crown will look better than the other people that just are accepting Christ and they haven't done nothing. There's people that spend all their life sinning in the last breath of their life. They are accepting Christ into their life and then they are being saved. So, no, Christian will not be judged the same way the non-believers will be judged. We will just appear in the kingdom, in the throne of God to accept our reward. You know? I just wanted to make that clear once again. I just wanted to make that clear once again. Once again, therefore, after that, the person resigned in a in either a place of comfort or in a place of torment. This realm act as a temporary heaven in a temporary uh, hell until the resurrection. At that point, the soul is reunited with the body, but no one, eternal destination will change. If you met to go to heaven, you will go to heaven. If you are met to go to hell, even if you were in that temporary holding place, you were in that small jail, it doesn't mean that you know, you have a chance for your destination to change, just like on earth. There's people that go to hell, uh, to jail after they judge and they find out they are innocent, they don't go to prison. They let them go, but judgment of God is different. If you die, you didn't accept Jesus Christ in your life, like I have been saying for almost a year, you know, through this uh, show. If you go to hell, your destination will not change. Some people are lucky after they die. Christ gives them another chance. They come back to life, and then they accept Jesus Christ in their life as their Lord and Savior. They start serving Christ with all their heart, body, and soul. But not everybody have that chance. So your destination will not change. So I'm not saying that you know you go to the 
temporary holding place to make you think that your destination will change. It will not change. The first resurrection is for the blessed and holy. Revelation uh, 20, verse 6. You know, for the guy, uh, for the people that are listening to me, watching me, you know, I'm just giving verse so you guys can, if you guys want to read later. So Revelation 20, verse 6. And then everyone who is in Christ, everyone who is in Christ, and those who are part of the first resurrection will enter the, the kingdom and automatically, automatically, automatically. <laughs> I cannot pronounce it. The new heaven and the new earth. Revelation 21, verse 1. And the other resurrection happened after. The other resurrection after happened after Christ, you know, kingdom. And involved the the um the second resurrection will be after the judgment. The judgment according to what they had done. You see, according to what they had done. You know, Revelation 20, 13, this, two, uh, this who name or not in the book of life will be sent to the lake of fire to explain, experience the second death. Revelation 20, verse 14 to 15. See? The new heaven and, and the lake of fire, those two destinations are final and eternal. You see? Do, do, do you guys know the definition of eternal? Eternal means there's no end. You know, there's no end. Some people say like, oh, God is mean. God is mean. Why God going to send people to hell eternally? You know, like, you know, he will not give them another chance. You have a chance right now. You have a chance right now to do good. A lot of people are saying that I don't believe in Christ, but I do good. I'm a good person. Being a good person will not make you go to heaven. The only way to go to heaven is to accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. That is the only way you will go to heaven. I hear that so many times. I even talk to people that say that. I'm a good person. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. You know, I love people. I help people. You know, I do good deeds. Yeah, God is paying you on earth for your good deed. A lot of you that's rich, that's doing all the stuff, God is paying you for your good deed. God even blessed the wicked. God even blessed the people he already know that's actually not going to heaven. He's blessing them for their good deed. So your good deed on earth, without accepting Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, will not save you. God will just bless you for your good deed. People go to one or the other. You know? Rather you have trust Jesus Christ for, for your salvation. Matthew 25, verse 46. John 3, verse 36. So even if you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will go to one of those destinations. Even if you don't want to believe what I'm saying, because a lot of you don't believe that there is hell, a lot of you don't believe there is heaven, no matter what you believe, you will go to one of those destinations, no matter what. Even if you love God, even if you don't love God, even if you're criticizing God, even if you love God, even if you talk bad about Jesus, you talk bad, or you talk good about Jesus. Even if you choose not to serve God, you choose not to accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, or even if you do it, you will go to one of those destinations. So my question, my other question for you today, ladies and gentlemen, which destination do you want to go you know which way do you want to go do you want to go to the temporary uh holding place in hell 
you know, to wait for your judgment day before you, you know, you've been condemned to the maximum hell. Maximum hell means the will hell. Or do you want to go to heaven? You know, your soul and body go to heaven and then your bodies, your soul and spirit go to heaven and then your body stay on earth waiting for the resurrection and then for your body to become a glorified body and then to reunite with your soul and spirit and then to live a comfort life. Comfort life. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Why me and you are not, what is the reason why we are not living? That's the right way to say it. What is the reason why we are not living a comfort life right now on earth? Is it not because of sin? Is it not because of tribulation? Is it not because of suffering? Is it not because of sickness? Is it not because of stress, anxiety, depression? Is it not because of all those bills that we have to pay? Is it not because, like, you know, like, you know, like the government are really not giving us what we want? Is it not because, like, country are raising against country? Is it not because, like, you know, like your neighbor next to you planning to kill you or they already kill you? Is it not because, like, your blood and sister don't even like you? Is it not because, like, your mom don't even show you love? Your dad don't even show you love? Is it not because that, you know, like, um, you know, you wasn't raised with your mom or your dad? Is it not because that, you know, you, you don't know your parents at all, that you are suffering, you are not living in comfort life? Those are the reasons why, and there's many more. Is it not because, like, for the sin that me and you are committed, that we are paying for them on earth, that making us not living in comfort life? Those are the reasons why, right? And then, my sweet Bible saying that by accepting my sweet Jesus Christ, my lovable sugar honey, Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, when I go to heaven, those stuff will not be in heaven. So those stuff that are making me suffer on earth, making me not live in a comfortable life on earth, will not be in heaven. Sickness will not be in heaven. Tribulation will not be in heaven. I will not have to go to work. I will not have to pay bill. You know, like, you know, even if I'm rich, people, you know, not going to be able to sue me. You, you know, my family not going to hate me. You know, like, you know, um, you know, like, uh, um, I'm not going to have a parents that hate me. Like, those stuff will not be in heaven. They will only be love, peaceful, comfort in heaven. You will have a eyes, a special eye that angels do not have to be able to see the face of God. No one right now able to see the face of God. That's how powerful God is. Jesus might allow you to see his face by appeal to you in a way so you can see it. You know, see the, the earthly Jesus face, not the godly Jesus face. We cannot see the godly Jesus face, but Jesus might appeal to you the way he used to be on earth. So you can see that face, but not the godly face. So the Bible talk about when we go to heaven, we will have a glorified body and a special eyes that the angel do not have for us to be able to see God's face, true face, true nature. True nature means whatever color God is, you will see it. You know? We will have the eye. If God is black, you will see. It. If he's white, you will see. It. If he's perfect, you will see it. If God have a big nose, you will see it. If he have a small nose, you will see it. If God have a big lips, you will see it. If he have a small lip, you just like you will be able to see the character, the nature, God a hundred percent. You know, you will be able to see it. The angel do not have that privilege. That's one of the reasons why Satan do not like you. Satan do not like you, Satan will never like you. Because we have a privilege that he do not have, he did not have when he was on, uh, you know, in heaven that he do not have right now. He cannot see God's true face. But we will be able to see it. What else do you want? This suffering that we are going on earth right now is a temporary suffering. It will not last forever for you. You know, don't let it be too late. When you pass away from this earth, it's two destinations waiting for you. 
And I'm praying that you choose the right destination. You know, I'm praying that you choose the right destination. Sometimes I ask myself, you know, I talk to God saying that, you know, Sometimes I don't understand why, God, you're letting all those stuff happen. Why don't you just, like, do something, show people? You just, like, you know, like, sometimes I think like that. I'm talking to God about that, and God give me the answer right away. Like, I'm saying that if you just appeal like that, everybody will believe you, you know? And then at the same time, the Holy Spirit say, that's not what I want, you know? By me saying the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. That's the way God communicates with us. He put the spirit in you. That's an instantly communication. So by God thinking about it, you know, you hear the Holy Spirit, the spirit, you know, his spirit in you. We have two spirits. We have two, so many things from God. One of them is the breath of God. When God created us, he actually put his breath in us, make us become alive. And then when you accept Jesus Christ in your life as the Lord and Savior, he put your spirit. His spirit in you, so his breath is spirit. And then, and then, like the the Holy Spirit say, no, that's not what I want. That's too easy. That's too easy. I'm not just gonna appeal to them like that. Yes, I'm able to just appeal to everybody, make them believe me. If I just appeal like that, show them I am God, everybody will believe me. People will drop Satan, will drop all the all the religion, and then they will accept God. Because God appealed to them. But the Holy Spirit told me, no, that's too easy. You know, I want them to choose to accept me. I don't want to make them. Satan make you accept him. Satan will do everything to make you believe in him. Say, uh, you know, like, you know, godly, godly way is not easy. Satan way is easy. Satan will appeal to you, make you see him. But he will not appeal to you as his true demonic form. If you see Satan in his true demon, you know, character, you will be afraid because that's how ugly he is. You know, you will be afraid. But he will appeal to you in a way that he knows that you will not run away for you to accept him. He will come to you as a good person. He will give you money. He will promise you if you do this for me, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you a house. I'm going to give you money. You know, all the flesh desire, he will give it to you. But at the same time, he will not just give it to you like that. He will ask you for something. He will ask you for a sacrifice. He will, he will ask you for a blood sacrifice. He might ask you to kill your mother, kill your brother, kill your father, kill your child. Going around, kidnap little kids, little, you know, like to kidnap them. He will tell you to sleep with a little boy. You are a man, you sleep with a little boy. He will tell you to sleep with a little girl. He will tell you to, you know, to do all those crazy things. He would tell you like every six, you know, six months or every three months or every month or every year, you have to do blood sacrifice, kill somebody, drink the blood, do all those crazy things. But God give you a will for you to choose which destination. He's not going to force you. He's not going to do something to make you serve him. Yeah, he's able to, but he wants you to choose it. You know, I just talked to you guys about what happened after life. So now I'm just talking, you know, something different. God wants you to choose. Yes, he able to just appeal to everybody, make them serve him. Even the people that give their soul, they will jump to God because they see God. But he wants you to choose the destination. He wants you to use the will that he gave you to choose which way you want to go. After you choose him, yes, he will bless you. He will do things for you. You know, Satan might want to do more because he knows that's the only way you will want to accept him because he don't have nothing else to offer you but the earthly thing. And then go to hell, suffer with him. But God knows what he has prepared for you and me in heaven. Only if you know, if you knew what God have for you in heaven, you would drop any false God that you are serving right now to serve Christ, to serve Jesus, 
to accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior to glorify God through Christ. Only if you knew. The angel that took me to hell, believe me or not, you know, he actually took me and fly. I was going through the cloud with the angel. And then he passed by the gate of heaven. I was looking at the gate of heaven. It looked so beautiful. And then, like I said, why can't we go in the gate of heaven? That was in 2019. Why can't we go in the gate of heaven? He actually said, no, I will send you. I will take you there one day, but not right now. I have to show you something else. So I am still waiting for the angel, you know, like, I know when I die by the grace of God, by the faith I have in Christ, I will go to heaven. But I believe the way he said to me, it's like he's going to take me to heaven before I die. So I'm still waiting for that. You know, I'm still waiting for him to come back and take me to heaven so I can visit where I'm going after, the, you know, after this earth. Only if you knew, if you saw what I saw. I didn't even enter heaven. I was passing by the gate of heaven. The gate was so gold, you know, like so gold. It's like a, a different definition of a shine, shine, shiny gold. Like it was better than a gold. I was passing through it. You know, it was so beautiful. I wanted to enter. The angel said, no, I will take you that another time. But right now I have some, something else to show you. So he took me to hell to show me how. What's going on in hell? That's one of the reasons why people cannot doubt me. You can do whatever you want. You will not doubt me. You can say whatever you want. I'm just going to let you talk. When you finish talk, I just say, okay, we walk away. Or I might just say, hey, thank you very much. I don't have time for that. So only if you knew when the angel was taking me to hell, he passed by the gate of heaven. I saw the gate of heaven. And then he told me, I'm going to take you to heaven one day, but not right now. I'm taking you somewhere else. Because God wants you to see what is hell. Once again, I had that vision in 2019. I told that testimony in a couple church. No, in one church, actually. That is the first time I'm saying that, you know, like life for everybody else to hear it. So no one can doubt me. I don't care who you are. You cannot doubt me. You know, you cannot make me believe there's no God. You cannot make me believe there's no hell. You cannot make me believe there's no heaven. Because I passed by the gate of heaven. I enter the hell, you know, hell gate. Hell, you know, I enter hell. I saw, you know, hell. And then I woke up. I didn't want to be there no more. And then I woke up. So, yeah, there is a life after this life. You go somewhere after this life, ladies and gentlemen. So that's one of the reasons why we need to get ourselves ready. We are living like in the time of day right now. Jesus can return anytime. I gave you guys that testimonial. Sorry. I gave you guys that testimony already. I'm going to say it again. I had another vision. The gate of heaven opened. There is a lot of, you know, clock falling down on earth. And then when I look at it, there was five. You know, there was five minutes. And then the second was counting. The second was going down, going down, going down. So I don't know what that five minutes meant. It might be five years, five centuries, five decades, five months. I don't know, but there is, you know, there is five minutes left. And the second is going down. So, you know, that like we need to get ourselves ready, ladies and gentlemen. Because we are living like in a time right now that anything can happen. Separate yourself from the world. Separate yourself from the worldly friend. Your job is to preach them. Not to do the same thing they do. Your job is to be the salt of this earth because the Bible says we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of, the, you know, of this earth. We need to be a light and, and the salt. You cannot mix up with darkness. You're supposed to shine the darkness for the people that's in the dark to actually see where to go. We need to start being the example that God wants us to do, to be. Whenever you are, so people can see through you that you are a, a, child, you know, a child of God. So people can be able to see Christ through you. Not you saying, oh, I'm a Christian, and then they don't even see it. 
your reaction, your personality, the way you talk, the way you dress, whatever you are doing, do not show the light of God in you. So they will not believe you. If I did not love you guys, I was not going to say that. If I did not love you guys, I was not going to agree for this ministry that God called me to do. I had all the plans. This is what God wants me to do. That's what I'm doing. You know? So, ladies and gentlemen, accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior before it's too late. Accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior before it's too late. Accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior before it's too late. So I say that three times. Me, I'm doing my job. You know, I know my crown will be great. My crown will have a lot of diamonds. You know, God already proved to me through this podcast that I am doing a good job because somebody accepted Christ through, you know, life a couple months ago, the moment I was going live. And I know other people are being blessed because they're sending me message. You know, they're being blessed. People that I never thought was watching me are actually sending me message. You know, for you know, like encouraging me to keep going. I never thought they was watching. You know. Yes, when I go live on Facebook, I mean, I have a lot of people on Facebook watching me live, but I have people on YouTube watching me live, and I have people, you know, like on my podcast listening to me. And then, by the grace of God, after I go live, off live, my video get views. One of my videos. I'm surprised. He actually got 16,000 views so quick in a week. You know, that's one of my, that's one of my viral, you know, like, you know, like show. In a week, he went up 16,000 views and he's still going up, you know, on Facebook. You know? So after that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you guys for watching me. For the one that's listening to me, thank you so much for listening to me. And I pray that God help you guys. I pray that God, I compare, you know, be with you guys for the rest of the day. I, I pray that God touch your heart, touch your spirit. I feel, you know, reveal himself to you so you can be, uh, be able to accept him in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, have a wonderful day. I love you guys. Don't forget to share, follow me. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. I have been asking you guys to help me, um, you know, grow my YouTube channel. You know, if, you know, now I used to be in 680-something. Now I'm 690. So help me make it to 1,000 and then more. Not just 1,000 in this video. Just keep going it. You know, I'm not going to pay nobody to. A lot of people, they pay people to put, you know, bots, fake account, fake views, fake subscribers. I'm not going to do that. I want all my subscribers to be real people. So I'm just allowing God to grow that the way he wants to. After that, have a wonderful day. I love you guys. God love you. Jesus love you. The Holy Spirit love you. Have a good day. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.